1: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
0: Whatever you decide to call it too—see a mixtape, a album, an EP, an LP, a IP, AP, or whatever, whatever you decide to call it, it's been great. The music has been so dope. What is up? What's going on? Welcome back to another episode of DX Daily. Welcome back to you and to us cuz you know we took a little bit of a holiday hiatus. But we are back in full effect now. I am one of your lovely hosts Asia Sky, and I'm your other host Ada. It is Friday, last Friday of 2021, man. You know we could not let the year 2022 come in without diving into some of the best of 2021. We had to send the year off the right way, okay? So we got to talk about just some of the highlights of this year, some of our favorite moments. Of course, we can't go through every single thing that happened this year. This is not your top 10 rappers of 2021. It's not your top 10 albums. This is just some of our faves and some of what we thought was dope this year. And some stuff we want to r- remind you about in case you forgot. Right. Like we do this podcast every day for a whole year. So, you know, there's
1: a bunch of stuff going on in hip hop every single day. So it's not going to be too, too long of an episode, but there are some good moments that Happened in this year that we definitely got to touch on once more before the year wraps up.
0: Right. Let's reflect back. Let's jump into it. Okay. So one thing that just was so great about this year to me is the fact that legends, people that have contributed so much to hip hop and so much to music in general, were really getting their flowers this year. They were really getting their appreciation, long overdue for some of them, and other ones they get praised all the time, and they got even more flowers this year. So. Firstly, I just want to say, Nas, if that is not the example of keeping your foot on a neck, like this man has been in the game since the 90s and put out three projects within the past year and some change. So first and foremost, I have to say Nas winning his Grammy, his first Grammy ever in 2021 was a highlight for me. I can't lie. That was amazing to see. Long overdue long overdue y'all tried it by waiting this long but the fact that he was finally recognized I really really love that he won best rap album for King's Disease with Hit Boy and I just feel like if you're Nas you made Illmatic there's no way you shouldn't have a Grammy if you're Nas you made it was written there's no way you shouldn't have a Grammy so I feel like this is the year that that was finally made right so that was a big moment for me No, definitely a big moment. And it's
1: crazy to think that, you know, Nas comes up in a lot of people's either top five or top 10 best rappers of all time. And to think that he just got a Grammy this year and he has that status is crazy. But like you said, thank goodness he got his flowers in 2021.
0: Right. Another legend, though, you know, one that I love to talk about up here, Mm Jay-Z. He's gotten plenty of flowers this year. The best moment I would have to say, though, my best hove moment of 2021 still stands from what I said in the Thanksgiving episode, which was him being inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Because it's just seeing the legacy that has been built over this many years be finally cemented and put on like not just a hip hop stage, but a world stage and saying, hey this is one of the greatest performers we've ever seen. This is one of the greatest rap careers we've ever seen. This is one of the greatest music careers that we've ever seen. So to see Jay-Z get that award at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, to hear him give the speech that he gave, to hear him thanking the people that paved the way for him and thanking all of the people that had a hand in his career, even down to Dame Dash, who he's not on the greatest of terms with, all of that rolled into one combined with Dave Chappelle speaking on his behalf, Barack Obama speaking on his behalf, it was just a historic moment for hip-hop as a genre. It really was. So Jay-Z in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, another major moment of a legend getting their flowers this year for me. And speaking of legends getting their flowers, and also in this realm of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, we
1: got to give it up to LL Cool J because he was inducted into the fame as well. Big
0: L.A. Yeah, that was a great moment because without LL, there is no Jay-Z. There is no Nas. Like, he opened doors for these guys that we were just talking about. You know you a super legend when you open doors for other people that's already legends. Like, your legendary status knows no bound at that point. So, LL Cool J getting into the Rock and Roller Hall of Fame also long overdue. They tried LL in past years and nominate or he was up for being nominated, but never got nominated and all this weird stuff. So I'm glad that LL finally got that long deserved honor because he's just paved the way for so many in hip hop.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like you sometimes people uh, overlook LL Cool J as if he's too old or he's not doesn't have any songs out. But that don't matter. Clearly, like you got to give LL Cool J the
0: respect. Yeah, you got to give credit where credit is due. Speaking Mm -hmm. of that, though. You know, the legends, they got their flowers, but some of the newcomers was doing their thing this year, too. Like, a lot of just emerging artists, they might have been around for a year or two before this, but they really, really cracked the surface this year. Number one, you know the hot girl, we got to talk about her, because speaking of Grammys like we were earlier, she racked up a couple of Grammys this year. Three to be exact, actually. I should say a few. Uh, She won Best New Artist at the Grammys, Best Rap Performance, and Best Rap Song for Savage Remix with Beyonce. Like, come on. We got so much applause this episode yeah you use that button a lot on this episode i'm telling you because man the way this year has been set up like you gotta celebrate your accomplishments we gotta celebrate the accomplishments of the people that we discuss every day these people make the soundtracks to our lives these people get us through great times hard times any anything we go through like the music is the soundtrack so You know, I just get real, real fired up about this. And I feel like these people deserve their applause. So shouts to Megan on that. Winning three Grammys, going through all she's been through, losing family, being shot by whoever.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Um, All of these things and still being able to say, hey, I got Beyonce on my remix. Hey, I got these Grammys. Hey, I put these projects out. These projects did well. Savage Challenge was like the biggest thing on TikTok. Like all of these things, despite all of the turmoil that she's been going through. So big congrats to Megan The Stallion. That was one of the newer artists that just took the year by storm. Yeah, and especially her graduating. That was a big thing,
1: too, that she accomplished this year. Like being a big superstar and you still in school and then you graduate college and you're done. You have a degree Oh, I being the biggest superstar this year. Like, that's so impressive. So big, big shout out to Megan Thee Stallion for all of that.
0: For sure. Also, <laughs> a couple of other newcomers did their thing Flow Millie was another one that we just really saw blossom this year from getting like DX Rising Stars, Double XL, Freshman, all of these new artists, things and accolades that you can get. Flow Millie had all of those. Flo Millie Ooh. put out excellent videos, excellent songs, excellent live performances or kind of pre recorded but still live, however you describe it. Excellent performances from Flo Millie, like all of that. She was another great one this year.
1: You also had um, Koyla Rae. She had a big year in 2020. She did have a couple of uh, negative connotations of her performances. A lot of people got on Koyla Rae. She was always trending for something. Either it was body image or stuff she said or her lyrics, her freestyles and stuff. But I mean, she stayed consistent in being talked about negative and positive. And people love Koyla Rae. Like her demographic, her songs are good. They're catchy. They always go to radio. So Koyla has also been in these, uh, like our DX Rising Stars and groups like that. So
0: she was another big artist in 2020, despite everything she was going through too. The haters can't tell me nothing award of the year yeah. of 2021 <laughs> definitely goes to Koyla because yeah. she did not let any of that stop her. That's another one who just kind of, she, she did um, kind of show that it was getting to her at points in the year, like the slick comments and all of that, but Ultimately, she let it roll off her back, and she kept doing her, and she's continuing to win. So, Coilerae was definitely a great one this year. Uh, mm-hmm. Another win for Tauruses, I'll just put that out there. You don't know, have a mental Rolodex of everybody in the world that's a Taurus, and Coileray <laughs> is one of them, so... Another one for us. Yes, we love a tourist queen. We do. Yes. <laughs> Another new artist that I thought really had a great year up until, you know, he got locked up. But, you know, minor details. Poo Shiesty. Big brr. He yes. had a great year, man. Shiesty season was a dope album. Back in Blood was one of the biggest songs of the past 365. Like, Poo Shiesty had a year. I still play Guard Up every week. I think if Poo Shiesty didn't get locked up, he would be running 2022. Oh, yeah, for sure. I completely agree with that one. Yeah. And then there was just tons more dope artists. You know, we got to show love to our North Carolina artist, Moray, Toosie, dominating in 2021. <laughs> you know, we got to hit the button for them. That's the home team right there. Of yeah, course, man. Moray with uh,
1: Quicksand, that took over 2020. Such a big song. And Toosie with all his singles that he dropped with no album. still. We talked about that a couple of episodes ago that there's still no debut album. Just
0: been like EPs or a mixtape from Toosie, but still killing the game. Hey, hitting us with project after project. Uh, whatever you decide to call it, Toosie. A mixtape, an album, an EP, an LP, an IP, AP, or whatever. <laughs> whatever you decide to call it, Toosie, it's been great. The music has been so dope. Thank You For Believing was a dope project. One of my favorite songs of the year, which I don't know if it was on Thank You For Believing or one of the other projects, but whichever project it's on, 5-5 Five Five with Mulatto. Like that song, I feel like, It's like the Toosie fan base and the Toosie stands and everybody, like they go up for that song at the Toosie show. But I'm saying as far as the world and the general public, like I need y'all to give that song more flowers because I didn't feel like that was talked about enough. Like that should have been on all these little lists that was floating around because that was a great song this year. No facts. That's definitely a good song. And probably
1: like, if you want to go through his catalog, that's definitely top five best Toosie songs of that one. For
0: sure. For sure. So yeah, gotta show love to them. Other dope artists, you had Lakia, you had 42 Doug, and just so many other new artists that were kind of making their mark this year. So, shouts to all the newbies, or even if they've been doing it a couple years, just people that had a breakout year this year. Shout out to all of y'all. Yeah, big fact. Okay, now we got some artists that have been in the game for a while, but they're making more moves in business, you know, doing a few power plays in the game um, and moving just beyond being an artist, which we always support and we always give reverence to on this podcast. So you had one of my favorite artists who is young, like he's the age of some of these people that we were just naming in the other category. I'm talking about Cordae. He started his own label this year called High Level. So big up to that. <laughs> to be so young, to be so lyrical, to be so talented, to be doing some of the things that Corday does and collaborating with some of the OGs that he collaborates with. Like, I'm really just a fan of his, and I've been following his career. So to see that he started his own record label this early in the game, I can tell, man, that's that's gonna be somebody with an empire. Like you have people that are artists and then you have people that build an empire. Corday is going to have an empire. Yeah, I can definitely
1: see that. Like he's educated, he's smart, he's positive. Like like when he dropped the whole YBN thing, like saying it's not him no more, and just going as Corday like that shows that he plans to be long-term in this rap game. So starting your own label,
0: and like you said, at his, his young age, that's big. That's big move. So also, be proud of. Birthday. Yes. Also, another one that's got roots here in North Carolina. I just want to put that out there. Mm-hmm. That is true. Starting to see a pattern here. Greatness. <laughs> it goes hand in hand. Greatness NC, hand in hand. I'm just saying. <laughs> another big move from this year was Rihanna's billion dollar. What do we call it at this point? It's what is above an empire? A kingdom? yeah it has to be kingdom legacy i don't know all of what's that after yeah <laughs> no actually i think empire might be after kingdom all of the above <laughs> how about that how about we call it that rihanna's everything she joined the billionaire club this year and her company rather was valued at over a billion dollars fenty beauty one time for fenty beauty Fenty Beauty is a few years old. Like I just wonder if people grasp that fact when they think about Rihanna's Fenty Beauty. This is not a company that's been around for 15, 20 years. This is a relatively new company, a new makeup company by a black woman, and it's already valued at over a billion dollars. It's competing with the other major beauty companies that exist, that have existed before we were born, before our parents were born, and Rihanna is competing with those people. She's not competing with the locals. She's competing with the major beauty companies of the world. So what she's been able to do with Fenty, not just the beauty, but the lingerie, that's comparable to and competing with Victoria's Secret. So just the the field that Rihanna is operating in now, it's very Jay-Z-esque to me. Like she's playing a different game now. And that is one thing that we just had to support and give honor to this year.
1: Yeah, I even remember when uh Fenty like was first announced with Rihanna. Like if you look at it, it is just, you know, a lip gloss is lip gloss, foundation is foundation. Like it's not a new concept, but she made like the whole ranges of shades for foundation. Like it's the widest range out. So everybody can feel included. Everybody can get their perfect match. Um, the lip gloss quality is good. Like the everything is good quality. And it's like to think of it if it's just makeup, everybody can do a makeup line, but it's the quality that Rihanna's team and her have put out with fenty and savage being the lingerie line like lingerie is not a new concept but her bringing like you know the plus size models and even like i've seen models where they have like a missing leg or missing arm and just like um, qualities that are should be normal considered normal in modeling rihanna did that so that's dope to see and of course it being a billion dollar industry that she has brought it to just big moves all around for rihanna
0: Yeah, and you made an interesting point about the inclusivity of Fenty, and that's a big portion of why it's winning, because for so long, fashion and beauty have been centered around exclusivity, exclusion. Not everybody can do this. It's exclusive to an elite group. And Rihanna kind of broke that barrier and was like, no, this is not just for... A person that looks like this or a person that's this shade or a person that's this size. No, this is for everybody. And that is why she so quickly surpassed so many different other companies. So I think it's that. And I think it's herself Like she brings the Rihanna to it She is the brand So anything that she's a part of Whether she decides to sell a sneaker Some clothing, uh, headphones Whatever Rihanna decides to say Hey I'm Rihanna and I'm selling this It's going to sell simply because it's Rihanna So there's that factor There's the pop star factor And then there's the inclusivity factor You got all three of those and you got a new billionaire Shout out to Rihanna man. (laughs) amazing. Now, speaking of people that have been on their game business-wise, okay, well, let me phrase that a different way since who we're going to mention. Okay, people that have been making wonderful business moves for most of the year 2021. I'll put it like that. Travis Scott, with these endless brand deals. I'm talking prior to Astro World Fest, of course. You know, I'm not including the tragedy and all of that, saying that that was a good business decision. I'm saying prior to that, these brand deals Travis Scott had going on, I mean, who else? He's like the king of brands from the shoe deal with Nike to his own alcoholic beverage, cacti, hard seltzer. I mean, he had deals with Dior. He was supposed to have a shoe or clothing coming out with Dior, but that got put on pause due to Astroworld. And then, of course, the big one, the McDonald's deal. You had people stealing posters from McDonald's because they had Travis Scott on the posters, the Travis Scott meal. He had people that hadn't been going to McDonald's in years going back to McDonald's just to get meals that were already at McDonald's because it had Travis Scott's name on it. Like, if that's not being a walking brand, if he's not walking in the footsteps of Rihanna, I don't know who is. Like, his brand deals were endless this year. Right. Like, I feel like some people even wanted to,
1: like, work at McDonald's so they could get, like, the Travis Scott uniforms that they had to wear. Like, that's how big of an impact Travis Scott's brand deals were this year. Like, everybody just hopped on everything he had his name attached to
0: king of brands man that's why i hate to see that all these uh, brands were jumping ship post Astro World because i feel like all right it's cool if you want to let the heat die down wait till things work out maybe wait till the lawsuits play out and all of that and see what happens but to just be like oh we're discontinuing this or oh we're dropping travis scott or we're severing ties as if he made that happen on purpose was just kind of harsh to me, especially when all Travis Scott collaborations go through the roof, whether he does it with Jordan, whether he does it with Nike shoe company, food company, drink company, it doesn't matter who it is. You know, a Travis Scott collaboration is going to sell out. So I do feel like those companies did Travis a little bit dirty, but yet and still he had an amazing year for brand deals in 2021. I feel like there was only one person that even scratched the surface of coming close, honestly.
1: Yeah, and that person, we talk about them a lot, but right below, well, not below, but right beside that, I was gonna say Sweetie with the brand deal. She did it this year
0: too. She really did, man. We talked about that in a previous episode, too, maybe the Thanksgiving episode. But she also herself has a McDonald's deal and hasn't really achieved a fraction of what Travis has achieved musically, yet and still she was able to parlay her music and her stardom and her influence into her getting a McDonald's deal. So Sweetie we gotta clap it up for you for that Quavo might have told you to get out of that Bentley but you could buy your own (laughs) you had a McDonald's deal she had a Beats deal what other deals did she have?
1: Crocs she had the Crocs, she had the um, MAC makeup she was a part of she
0: had the sunglasses Tesla when uh, my bestie in Tessie. Wow. Has her own TV show on the way. Yeah, weedy is probably the only one in the lane with Travis Scott right now when it's coming to brand deals. I'm sorry. Y'all can be mad all, all you want. You can make fun of her music all you want. Some of the criticisms, okay, they're valid. Other criticisms, I think they just do it because it's Saweetie and she's beautiful and she has money and attention and people feel like she, there's other people that are more talented that should have that attention but what they don't realize is Saweetie's not taking that attention from anyone else people just aren't diverting their attention to those people. Like there's enough room for everybody. So it's up to who people watch and it's not her fault that people want to watch her. So I just feel like Saweetie's done her thing this year and she's really like the only person I can think of that has had the amount of brand deals that Travis Scott has had or comparable amount.
1: Yeah, I agree. Like she did so much this year. Like, is there anything
0: left for her to take in 2022? (laughs) I don't know. We shall see. (laughs) Speaking of people that are going to take over 2022, though, another big moment this year was when the performers for Super Bowl 2022 got announced because we did not see this coming. Or at least I didn't see this coming. Dr. Dre, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, Kendrick Lamar and Snoop Dogg headlining next year's Super Bowl. What? When that was announced, I was like, oh, excuse me. Like, are we reading a, a old Source Awards performance lineup or what's going on here? Because I know they're not letting all these people on the Super Bowl stage. But turns out, maybe Jay pulled some strings, you know, since he's involved with that. I don't know what happened. But either way, these legends are going to be hitting the stage. And I am so excited. Me too. Like, this lineup screams hip hop. And I don't think the Super Bowl has actually really had a
1: full hip-hop type of show like they'll have the rapper come with the pop star or the rapper with the rock star but not like every every performer on the lineup is
0: hip-hop all around so that's gonna be dope to see hey i know one thing y'all better thank colin kaepernick because they this is this is them trying to get the black viewers back okay let's just call it that like they want them eyes back on the super bowl and this is honestly the way to do it because mary j blige you got me i'm sorry I'm sorry, Cap. I will not, I will stop watching again after the Super Bowl, but I got to see what Auntie Mary going to do. I have to.
1: You got to see Mary, got to see what Snoop Dogg, Kendrick. Hello, Kendrick
0: going to be on there. We got to see that one. Yeah, man. Besides Day in Vegas Festival, like this is going to be Kendrick's second performance in two years. Like he did one performance this year, Day in Vegas, and then this is going to be his next major one. So yeah, got to tune into this if you're a fan of hip hop. Definitely. Now, you know, we got into our positive moments. We got into some of the best of what's happened this year. There was also a little, a few wild moments though, too. Like some stuff we just really didn't see coming.
1: Yeah, a couple wild things in 2021. I feel like your year can't be complete unless you got a little bit of craziness. So one of the biggest things that happened this year, and it felt like it was almost every single month, was Boosie. Now, Boosie was on this Vlad TV interview. It felt like he done been with Vlad TV all year, and he's always <laughs> Talking about Little Nas X, about either like a homophobic slur or saying how he can't stand Little Nas X or his views on it or what Little Nas X was doing. Boosie was always there with a commentary. So that was a big thing of 2021, just Boosie, period.
0: Yeah, no, Boosie owned the year in a very Boosie way, however you want to take that, a good way or a bad way. Boosie was definitely a polarizing person in the year 2021. I feel like he did take it too far on several occasions, but that never stopped Boosie, now did it? (laughs) Another big thing that happened this year, though, was when T.I. and Tiny got accused of sexual assault. It was really, they tried to like Harvey Weinstein them. And it's so crazy because I just remember when that story broke and all of the people coming out and all of the claims. And now fast forward to the end of the year. And I'm just like, well, what happened with that? Like, did any of those go to court or we didn't really look back into that because there's been no updates on that. Like with, with the Tori and Megan thing, we got updates. We got court appearances. We got all of that. With the T.I. and Tiny, it just kind of went away. Yeah, like I thought, like I saw like T.I. buying land
1: and still like doing shows somewhere and like Tiny was doing her own thing and the show was making a comeback soon or something like that. And the whole lady who accused them, she was still kind of posting, I think like the Glam University or something on Instagram. Mm -hmm. She kept posting like things were normal. And like anybody who did say a story of what happened in the hotel room with T.I. and Tiny, like. They just went back to their regular lives. Like, it's a real
0: interesting case, if a case at all, because, yeah, what did happen to it? Were charges filed? Nobody was put in handcuffs. Like, I'm not saying nobody was lying or they wasn't lying. I don't know. Like, we really, I don't think we got enough info on that and enough updates to keep us going throughout the year. But that's very interesting to me that nothing else has happened with that. Right. And that's a weird one. I'm not saying they got railroaded, but I'm not saying that they didn't either. Not facts. So, yeah, we'll see. Now, another thing was the baby's rolling loud remarks, man. I feel like the baby had quite a year too. Yeah, he definitely did. He had some good positive moments. And then, you know, he calls
1: himself the uh, uh, concert killer or tour show killer. The live show killer. killer. (laughs) Right. He's, uh, we all see the baby's antics and we can go into a lot of the baby, even from Danny Lay, him and the baby. That was a whole situation. But the rolling loud remarks was, pretty big because once he said those remarks on his Rolling Loud set, he was pulled from almost every other music festival that he was a part of. Like they wanted nothing to do with the baby. The baby was really on the way to being canceled. And, you know, by the end of this year, he came back. He's uncanceled now. He even said he's sorry. And now he's
0: good, I guess. Is the baby back good? Yeah, man. Cancel was all cap. He was right back at Rolling Loud a few weeks ago man i'm like y'all did all that and the baby is still performing at rolling loud it's crazy it's crazy yeah so a lot of crazy moments of course we can't get to all of them but one thing we have to run through is these albums now we again we said this is not a top whatever list this is just dope albums that came out this year some of my faves we already went down the list of some of mine's her back of my mind underrated if you ask me I know people know about it I know people said it was good but I feel like y'all need to have more reverence for that I feel like the albums that came out towards the beginning of the year people started to have short-term memory so just remember that Her Back of My Mind was one of the best R&B albums of this year also another one that I have mentioned on at least 800 podcast episodes. I know we only did like 250, 250 something episodes, but I've mentioned it on at least 800 different podcast episodes. Money Bag Yo's Against Us Pain. Now, all of these other lists that are floating around on the internet, like I've seen some really, really good lists, but I just feel like some of them were missing Money Bag Yo's Against Us Pain. You were a big advocate for
1: Moneybag Yo this year and of course for that album because you know I have yet to really listen to the whole album, but I go off of your statement of it being so good that I'm like, yeah, Moneybag Yo's album is great.
0: Asia sky said it. Like <laughs> I'm telling you, give Moneybag his things. They're gonna they're gonna stop overlooking Moneybag in 2022. Okay. He's gonna make sure of it. I saw he just bought a twenty thousand twenty-five thousand dollar Louis Vuitton jacket. And I feel like this is just a glimpse of what's to come in 2022 as far as Moneybag flexing on y'all. Like, I feel like he really about to let people know what time it is in the in this next year. Like, Moneybag deserves his things. Give him his things.
1: Yes, please the Moneybag, yo. So I'm excited to see what happens with him in 2022. And another album that you advocated a lot on uh, the podcast when it came out, and we gave this man a whole episode dedicated to him, was Wale's
0: Forlorn 2. That came out this year. Yep. We don't even need to go into details. Just go listen to the Wale Appreciation <laughs> episode. You will hear all of our sentiments on Falloren too. In that same vein, we also talked about Drake's Certified Lover Boy for at least 300 episodes. So if you want to hear our sentiments on that, just go to the Lover Boy Labor Day episode. Go to one of the four or five episodes surrounding that <laughs> where we talked about the album. And you can hear our sentiments on why we love Certified Lover Boy so much. Exactly. And another album we were excited for and that we got this year was J. Cole's The Offseason, a big one. Yes, sir. Carolina, re-cementing legacies. Re-cementing a legacy that has already been built over the past decade. J. Cole showing people why he is in the position that he is in this game with The off season. Also did an episode on that. So if you want to go run back and hear that as well, you can hear our full thoughts on The off season. Also, Tyler, the Creators, Call Me If You Get Lost. Chef's Kiss, great album from Tyler this year. Pooh Shiesty, Shiesty Season, which we mentioned earlier. Isaiah Rashad's album, The House is Burning. Great comeback from him. Um, He also won Comeback of the Year, didn't he, for our DX Award? Yeah, and
1: I also just saw him trending, too, where people were saying that he had, people said he had the best album of 2021. So Isaiah Rashad's name is trending at the time of this recording. So something's going on with him. So in the
0: good way. Okay, Isaiah Rashad. We also had Lil Durk and Lil Baby. We know, I'm also a big Lil Baby fan. Talk about this on the podcast several times. Um, we talked about not only the album, the voice of the heroes with both of them, but their live show, which was crazy. Tor did amazing, all of that. So Lil Durk and Lil Baby had a major year this year. DMX's posthumous album, Exodus. Losing DMX was crazy. So just to get that piece of work after the fact was amazing. And then, of course, you know, Tusi. this is technically not an album. It's a mixtape or it's whatever type of project he deems it as. Whatever it was, it was great. Toosie's Thank You for Believing.
1: Yeah, great project from Tusi. So I'm glad we added that in there. In the... In the- Album mixtape project category he had to go in
0: right so yeah that that is a lot from this year man so much happened uh, we can't close it out though without just giving a quick rest in peace to everybody that we lost this year we just spoke about Dmx that was one of the craziest losses ever man just to to feel the impact that Dmx has had on hip hop as a whole and to lose that he's like the the heart of it like the heart of hip hop. The, the soul of it, if you will, like just a pure, pure spirit that you could feel through the music, through the interviews, through his personality, um, through the stories that people who met him told, like all of that, you could feel DMX. So rest in peace to him.
1: Yeah, a big thing with DMX uh, passing was, Uh, We had got the versus battle from him before he passed away and everything. And him being young, I think he was like 50, 52, like that age when he passed away. Mm -hmm. So um, the thing of having like be able to see him in a versus setting and performing and battling was dope to see. But um, yeah, RIP to DMX, also Black Rob, he passed away this year. Yep. um shock g from digital underground biz Marquee, big names that passed away this year
0: yeah man crazy crazy we literally were losing legends and then you mm-hmm. had some of the young up-and-comers we were losing them as well so like lil loaded and people like draco the ruler of course who we just lost recently freshly just lost draco the ruler and then you had more legends and people in the producing game that just contributed to some of our favorite music across genres and decades Chucky Thompson, D Hill, um, of course, man, Young Dolph. That was crazy. Definitely didn't expect that, man. Virgil Abloh, Slim 400, like just so many different people lost this year. So rest in peace. Rest in peace to everybody in hip hop that was lost. Uh, Rest in peace to all of the victims that passed away from the situation at Astro World Festival. Rest in peace to anybody that was gone in the year 2021.
1: Yeah, it always felt like uh, it was just, 2021 would not give it a break. Like we was losing people left and right. Like it was always, it seemed like every week, Somebody's name will pop up on Twitter and people are rushing to see, are they still alive? Like that's how it's become in 2021. It's just when a name is trending, it's like, we think, oh my gosh, are they still here? Are they healthy? Are they okay? Like what's going on? So hopefully not a lot of that happens in 2022 at all, but.
0: Right. Let's let's end it on a positive, though. Let's switch it back around because, you know, we're not ending the year on a sad note. We coming into a new year. It's 2022. We're going to make the best of this year. Just in honor of everybody that we lost. We got through another one. So we just got to be thankful. Stay blessed out here, man. Make sure to do right by your people. Stay up on your self-care if you can. Like, I'm speaking on mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, all of that. Just take care of yourself and really own 2022, man. Yeah,
1: and especially with everything going on with uh, COVID and omicron Amarion, whatever joke you want to put on it. <laughs> it's serious. So definitely, and it's New Year's weekend, so I know people are out, people are at
0: home. Um, people, a lot of people are sick. Are a lot of people, you know, sick, Asia? Yeah, like yeah, I know. I know a couple who down right now. I know a couple who down right now. I'm not going to get into the conspiracy theories right now, but I just know a lot of people that are down with this new variant. So, yeah, just be careful out here going into the new year.
1: Yeah, for sure. Like We wish you all the best. Thank you for rocking with us this whole year. We got another year coming and a lot more with um the DX Daily podcast in the works and things we got cooking up, right?
0: Yes, for sure. That is going to conclude the last DX Daily of the year 2021, man. Thank you to everybody that tuned in this year. You know, we appreciate you rocking with us. We appreciate you even pressing play. Gotta thank Hip Hop DX for even entrusting us with the idea of DX Daily. They said, you know, hey, you wanna do a daily news podcast? We like, yeah, you know, it would be cool to just do something like a daily rundown, a quick bite of just the biggest and most interesting stories in hip hop. And thus, DX Daily was born. So it was just that simple. I think we are the first daily hip-hop podcast. So breaking down barriers here ourselves, doing innovative things ourselves. So it's just been a great year. I just appreciate it. I appreciate all of these different countries we got listening to us this year. Like countries we didn't even know would be listening. Places like Japan, Switzerland, several different countries in Africa, like Nambia, uh, Tanzania, who we always shout out getting featured on an outlet in tanzania like that's crazy for the first year of a podcast yeah tanzania loves us we
1: love tanzania too so shout out to y'all
0: crazy man places like columbia uk canada like all of them man we just thank you all of our listeners right here in the u.s california of course because of la Illinois was one of our top um, states because Chicago, you know, they rock with us. We cover a lot of Chicago artists and Chicago rappers. So gotta thank Chicago, the DMV, and of course the home state gang gang, North Carolina, man. Sorry, I had to give the applause to us, man. They show love this year. And of course, Texas, all of our just top states, cities, countries, anybody that's rocking with us. We thank you. We appreciate you. If you want to stay tapped in with us, you can always follow us on social media. I am at Asia Sky on all platforms. A-S-H-I-A is Asia and S-K-Y-E is Sky. And you can follow me at everything
1: at A-Dub, that's A Y E E E D U B B. And also be sure to follow us on all of our socials like our Instagram, our Twitter and our TikTok, which is also at Hip DX.
0: Yes, we appreciate you. Gotta say that again. Happy New Year. Happy 2022. We will see you in this next year with more daily news. See ya.